It's the Friday edition of the Locked On NFL Podcast. Chris Carter and your boy Q breaking it down for you. We're going to talk about the Dolphins and some potential drama with Tyreek Hill, talking about what happened with his departure from the Kansas City Chiefs, as well as playing some cap or no cap, one of your favorite segments. It's going to be a fun, exciting Friday. Let's get into it. You are Locked On NFL. Your daily NFL podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome to the Locked On NFL Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Carter, with my co-host, your boy Q. Breaking it down for you here on a Friday, as we always do here on the Locked On NFL Podcast. That's you can find on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Odyssey, and YouTube. If you're watching this video on YouTube, hit the like button on the video. If you enjoyed it, hit the subscribe button to our YouTube page to get all of our daily Monday through Friday episodes, as well as episodes of Matt Williamson's, Matt Williamson, Brian Peacock Show, and all the different shows that we offer here on this channel. We also want to remind you that today's show is brought to you by BlueNile.com. Make your moment sparkle with jewelry from BlueNile.com and Locked On Sports listeners will get $50 off purchases of $500 or more. This podcast exclusive includes engagement rings. Be sure to use the code Locked On at checkout. We'll talk more about that later. Q, what's up, man? Man, what's happening? It's Friday. Let's finish off the week really strong, man. There's a lot of football to talk about. OTAs have been cracking across the league. Lots of news and notes to get to. Uh, it's always funny. We talk about off-seasons, and it really doesn't feel like much of an off-season. Slow down a little bit, but not a whole lot, man. There's still a lot going on. So excited to be with you on another Friday talking about it. Same here, same here. Now, OTAs are well underway for everyone, and everyone's looking at you know their, their workouts and mini camps coming up and all this other stuff before the big lull before training camp. Uh, but there's been stuff going on with the Miami Dolphins now, well, at least with at least with Tyreek Hill. Now, we saw the big highlight that the Dolphins put up put out there of, Ty, uh, of Tyreek Hill catching a pass from Tua Tango Vailoa and fitting <laughs> it right in before the defender. Now, they've done this a couple times. Q, I don't know about you, I saw this pass. And like, it, I mean, it was on point. It was, it was there, but it looked like it was one-on-one coverage and there was still a lot of space behind Tyreek. Like maybe Tua could have put it further. I, even if, even if it could, I'm sorry. I, I'm not, I'm not just getting all hype about OTA passes just yet. No, no, I'm not either. And I think that Miami is doing something that uh, they know that everyone's looking for. They want to show that Tua is really the guy and I'm not sure if they're convinced. So, you know, it's one of those situations where you're trying to convince yourself. I feel like Miami's still trying to convince themselves that Tua is the guy. They put a lot of weapons there. Uh, they have a heck of a head coach. At least it looks like they have a heck of a head coach. They had a really good offensive mind there in San Francisco, even though he didn't call the plays in coach McDaniel. Uh, So I think that they have some good weapons, but it's going to always boil down, Chris, to the same question. Is Tua the guy? Uh, So many people in Miami are still trying to uh, question it because, you know, they could have had Justin Herbert. Instead, they got Tua. So now they got to prove that that was the right guy. So I think that they're all I think some of these these, uh, you know, videos that they're putting out uh, social media wise. I think some of it is still trying to convince themselves that they have the right guy at the quarterback position. Certainly could be, certainly could be. But let, let's also talk about something that interesting came up with Tyreek Hill give, giving a preview of his own podcast that's coming out soon. And he was talking about, he kind of let on about how his time in Kansas City supposedly did not end because he wanted some absurd amount of money. He said he he claims he wanted to stay in Kansas City and that he felt mistreated or that they weren't, they, they, didn't, they didn't want him as much. And 
Which uh, I find to be BS, not- man. I'm sorry. I hate to cut you off. I, I find no, that no, to be No, I find that to be BS. Him and his agent, Drew Rosenhaus, you know, they're on this on this video. It's a little teaser for the podcast coming out. And I respect the you know, I respect the commercial or the like the tease that it is to get people intrigued and, and wanna hear more. But you know, to even like inc- try to even say that, oh, his stats were were, you know, um, you know, kind of dumbed down a little bit. They didn't really uh, use him as much as they could because they didn't want to have to pay him a whole lot of money when it came time to to renegotiate the contract. It's just, I, I'm just not buying that. Look, Tyreek Hill was one of the best weapons Kansas City had. Uh, Kansas City decided that they weren't going to give him uh, top dollar, top market dollar, and that happens. You know, Devontae Adams, he looked like a guy that was going to be in Green Bay forever until he wasn't. Tyreek Hill looked like he'd be in Kansas City until he wasn't. You know, I just... Look, you got the bag from Miami. You 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 picked that location. You have Tua. Uh, I think that Tyreek Hill obviously would like to stay with Patrick Mahomes because I think no matter how good Tua can be, he's not Patrick Mahomes. Not only that, I, I just this seems like a lot of the game we're about to play capping. <laughs> right, just seems, this, like like the Dolphins are capping over Tua. Tyreek Hill is capping over why he left left Kansas City. These things aren't a good sign for me. And this, of course, is also an organization that's capping about why they let go of Brian Flores <laughs> in the first place. Right. The head coach that got them their only back-to-back winning seasons since, what, 2002? Something like that? Right. This is all OTs. And I tell people all the time, whether it's the Steelers, whether it's the Chiefs, whether it's anybody – don't put a lot of stock in OTAs unless like someone gets hurt or something. Right. But like the stuff that you see, like like in Pittsburgh right now, every day I'm asked, Chris, how does Kenny Pickett look? Is he throwing? Is he doing this? I'm like, you know what? If he throws a touchdown or an interception, that you know, you're, that's not going to determine how he's going to actually play down the line. Now, if he's consistently bad in OTAs, right. that's a story. But yeah. very few guys are that consistently bad or that consistently amazing in OTAs. It's football in shorts. That's that, yeah. that's all this is. It's it's warming up. It's getting things ready, but I'll tell you what, when you have multiple storylines that are kind of like, wait, what, what, what's really going on here? Why, right. why are we even doing this right now? That's when I say, uh-huh, maybe there's something going on there. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And so uh, it's funny because we love football so much. We do take a lot of stock in what's going on in OTAs. But uh, I just find this Tyreek Hill situation, it's almost like, uh, you know, they're trying to – and look, this was just a teaser to the podcast, so who knows what he's really going to say uh, when the right, podcast is actually going, released. going in a different direction. Right, exactly. But I just kind of feel like it's almost him and uh, his agent trying to save face. Like, no, we wanted to stay in Kansas City. No, it wasn't about the money. No doubt we wanted to be there, but – Kansas City just didn't want us, so I just I just feel like it's not it's not like buyer's remorse. It's not like they're saying, "Oh man, it's so disappointing being in Miami right now." Because I'm sure he's having a great time being there. Of course, he's got the bag, and they have a hell of an offense. I mean, let's make no mistake about it. They do have a lot of weapons there in Miami. They just going back to Tua Tagovailoa. Got to find out if that's the trigger man, and I, I'm interested to see how his stats look this year compared to what they did last season because he had Patrick Mahomes, and like I said before. No matter what Tua does, no matter how good he looks, he's not Patrick Mahomes. And that's and that's just the truth. I mean, right now, and he can make some serious steps forward, but he's not going to be able to get no. to that Patrick Mahomes level. And, and again, even if Tua is the most efficient version of himself, he doesn't have the cannon that Mahomes had that allowed Tyreek Hill to show off that speed all the time that we were always talking about with him getting down the field. Mahomes could hit him anywhere, and that's what allowed Tyreek Hill's speed to kind of just show in straight lines down, down the field. 
Tua's going to have to put some air under, as you see on some of those yeah. throws, that the OTAs that they try to make look look really good. And again, I'm not saying that Tua's going to stink. I'm not saying that the Dolphins are going to stink. But some of this just seems like you're trying a little too hard to get this specific message across so that people outside the organization will think a different thing. You, you need to not care about that stuff right now. You got a lot of things to clean up if you're the Miami Dolphins. You got a lot of things to prove. If the Because here's the other thing. If the Miami Dolphins fold this year, one, two is going to be in a lot of trouble. That's going to look 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 even worse. Yeah. They're going to have to fix all that. Two, it's going to look even worse with, after the Brian Flores situation when it's like, dang. So Brian Flores accused you of trying to of trying to make it, you know pay him to lose on purpose, and then as soon as he's gone, y'all can't y'all can't even hold hold up uh you know hold hold the season up with all this with this extra talent you brought in on the roster. So I, I think that. This is, you know, this this could be nothing. This could be something that 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 get that gets forgotten down the line. But I am not feeling the vibes from Miami right now as far as that everything's going hunky dory over there. Yeah, like I said at the top, man, I think they're trying to convince themselves that everything is going good, right? I think they're trying to tell themselves, no, everything's fine. You know, it's almost like when you got that uh that female that you know is uh out with her uh, her ex, you know, and you're like, nah, that was just a coincidence that they happened to be in the same place. Nah, it's a coincidence that she's not answering my phone calls. Nah, it's a coincidence that, you know, nobody answered the door when I went to her house. No, it's not. She's cheating, dummy. You know what I mean? Like, that's what it is. And, you know, I think that a lot of dudes have been there. Not me, but I think a lot of dudes have been in that position before. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> hey, man, I was born that night, not last night, homeboy. Not last night. <laughs> so I'm just saying, sometimes people try to convince themselves. Whatever the case may be, they try to convince themselves. And I really like feel like Miami is trying to do that job of convincing themselves. And, on, and to take a step further, I think Tyreek Hill is trying to convince himself that he made a good decision uh, asking for his way out of Kansas City instead of just going ahead and staying there and, and having Patrick Mahomes. This dude had 100 111 catches last season. He had 1,239 yards and nine touchdowns. He had the most catches in his career and the second most yards he's ever put up in his career. And he even had the audacity to try to act like possibly Kansas City was suppressing his stats. Man, get out of here! Come on, man. I think these two, to these two uh, entities, the Dolphins and the uh, and, and Tyreek Hill, are both doing a, a a poor job of trying to convince themselves that they made right decisions. Yeah, it just. When, when you got to work overtime to convince yourself you did something right that means you did something wrong exactly and that you're trying to you're, try, you're, do, you're doing that you should not you have to you should not have to convince yourself that hard that you made the right decision you should be able to know off the off the bat we'll see how that plays out in miami and we'll keep we'll keep an eye on them just like we keep an eye on all the nfl teams here on the lockdown nfl podcast we're gonna move on and play cap or no cap in just a minute here but first we gotta talk to you guys about bluenow.com whether you're ready to pop the question or you're celebrating a milestone moment find jewelry as unique as her with the modern convenience of online shopping at bluenow.com blue now has simple online tools that let you choose the diamond shape size and clarity as well as setting style blue now's bench jewelers will, will then handcraft her perfect engagement ring each ring is one of a kind looking for fine jewelry but having trouble choosing blue now has jewelry experts on hand 24 7 available via phone or chat to help you find a memorable gift at every budget make your moment sparkle with jewelry from BlueNile.com and Locked On Sports listeners will get $50 off purchases or $500 or, or more. This podcast exclusive includes engagement rings, so be sure to use the, the promo code LOCKEDON. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, LOCKEDON, all one word, no spaces. And remember, every order is insured, ships free, and arrives in discreet packaging that won't give away what's inside. So shop stress-free and find your forever peace when you go to visit. BlueNile.com today. 
Back here on the Locked On NFL Podcast, it's Chris Carter, it's your boy Q, we're breaking things down here on a Friday for you. We're going to play our old game, Cap or No Cap. Now, have <laughs> been keeping up with us, if you're new to the show, Cap or No Cap is when we just pose a, a, a hypothesis, a theory, an idea, and we say Cap or No Cap. And of course, capping means you lying, No Cap means you telling the truth. Cap means you're trying to represent, like we think, the Dolphins and Tyree Killer <laughs> So. It's a great way to close out the week. It's a fun way to close out the week, get you in, in the mood for the weekend. Also, fair, full disclosure, neither of us knew what cap and no cap meant uh, <laughs> months ago when we started this segment. It's it was true. really Q's daughter who had to tell us what exactly these meant. But Facts. we were like, the kids are saying it, and they're Straight. saying it on TikTok all the time. So we're going we're gonna to do what, what's cool. All right. What we're doing is we're going over Adam Shine's article from NFL.com. Uh, he gave nine bold predictions for the 2022 NFL season. Let's start off with this with his first one. We're going to break these down over the next two segments. His first prediction is that the Patriots will finish 14th in the AFC pecking order, just above <laughs> so the last. And the, <laughs> so just about the last. <laughs> so just about last. Damn. Here's his break. Here's his here's his breakdowns of how he sees the AFC finishing this next year. Bills at number one, Chargers at number two, Bengals at number three. Colts at number four, Raiders at five, Dolphins at six, Ravens at seven, Broncos at eight, Chiefs at nine, Browns at 10, Steelers at 11, Titans at 12, Jaguars 13, then Patriots, Texans, Jets. Wow. That's an interesting alignment here. One, because... I, one because the the Raiders are at five. I I, I kind of like that they're on a rise with Devont with Devontae Adams. They were the fifth seed last year. Just saying, they were the fifth seed in the AFC last season. I'm not so sure the Chiefs fall that far. Also, I I'm sorry, I I'm not sold on the Browns un, until that we clear up what the heck's going on right. with the Deshaun. What there's now 24 accusers out there. <sighs> wow, and we're still not sure how this is going to play out. And you're just gonna now. Here's the thing: if you know who Adam Shine is. You know he is a Browns show. He has been he has been calling for the end of Ben Roethlisberger that the Browns were going to destroy him and end his life for the past ten years. <laughs> it happened one time in the ten years. And right. He was like, "Oh, I called it." Right. It's like you, you've been saying it for a decade now. So, barring the the Cleveland Browns thing, uh, uh, you know, being uh, okay, fine, we'll, we'll we'll put that outside because he's a Browns fan. But looking looking at this, I, I I gotta say I agree with the Bills at the top. I'm not so sure the Patriots fall down that far. That, yeah, like, yeah, exactly. That's where I'm at, dog. I don't see the Patriots at number 14, even though, and I know this is a big deal, and it's probably not being talked about enough, but look, Josh McDaniels was rocking with Bill Belichick for a very long time, and I'm not just saying that because uh, I cover the Raiders and now he's the Raiders head coach, but that's a big time fill now having to fill the shoes of Josh McDaniels and really if you look at the landscape of the guys on the offensive staff or on the staff in general who could possibly replace Josh McDaniels as the offensive play caller none of them are too sexy to me I mean you got what uh Judge uh, Joe Judge you got Matt Patricia you know you got a couple others but eh, you know what I mean like is that is it really that sexy uh when you're going in and having a guy that that uh you know it was there for so long and really uh was was very instrumental in helping Mac Jones along so I do think that they're going to take a step back from what they were last season I just don't think that they drop all the way to 14th I think that's a massive drop off and I think Bill Belichick is better than that uh, no, I'm I'm with you that I, I think Bill Belichick is going to find a way to make these guys competitive. I mean, and, and the, listen, the Patriots weren't amazing last year, 
but they did they they did at least get to the playoffs and, and they did fight their way in there. They found a way to be competitive. He'll find a way to be competitive. I say Adam Shine on the, on the first one of, the, of your rankings here that you are capping, sir. I agree. I agree 100%. That's definitely a cap. Uh, I don't see the Patriots dropping all the way down to 14. All right, his second bold prediction here. The Chargers field a top three offense and a top three defense. I'm going to say right now, I'm just going to go ahead and say he's capping. And the reason why is not because, and not because he's being, you know, he's being whatever. I'm not saying that, that he's He's trying to cap. I think he's trying to be serious about this, but what do we know about the chargers every single year? When we say, look out for the chargers, (laughs) man, they're going to be that team as a guy that covers the AFC West, right? For the last forever. It just feels like every time we believe the chargers are going to be a damn good team, something happens. And I hate that for charger fans. I mean, again, look, I cover the Raiders for the AFC West, so it's fine. Like, whatever. But I'm serious. Like, how many times do, do we hype up the Chargers? I've done it myself. Look out. Chargers got a lot of weapons, man. They're going to be great this year. And then all of a sudden, something happens. If it's injuries, if it's special teams, it's terrible. Something always pops up. What was it last year? Brandon Staley going for fourth down when, when he shouldn't. Multiple times he made bad decisions like he's playing Madden. Instead of playing Madden, sometimes going against the analytics, he's got to go with smart football. It's one thing to go with analytics, but sometimes it's also to just go with smart football. So there's a few different elements they have to overcome that they have every single year. So I'm just going to say off top, he's capping. They're not going to be a top no. three offense and defense. No way. I'm, I'm, I'm on the same boat here. So I'm also saying that Adam Shad's capping. For a second time, we're both two for two on he's capping on his takes here. But I, I look at the Chargers, and, and sure, they have amassed, amassed some names. Right. Khalil Mack, yeah. J.C. Jackson, Kyle Van Noy. You know, they they and they already have Derwin James, Joey Bosa. They drafted Asante Samuel. They've got mm-hmm. these guys. L- look, on Madden, they will probably be the team that everyone's yep. picking next year. But in real life, like you said, there's been so many times back to the days of Ladanian Tomlinson yeah, and yeah. Antonio Gates. Philip Rivers. Philip yep. Rivers in his prime. All all all, all that every year the charge I would see the Chargers pick to go to the Super Bowl and all this stuff and then they would fall flat and, and I'll tell you guys I'll let y'all in on some inside secrets there was banter in the locked on NFL group chat that like, like we, between, we have a group chat between all the hosts and someone let that firebomb off and <laughs> there was a lot of takes to be had about the Chargers in our in our group chat uh there were some people defending them there's a lot of people attacking them and <laughs> uh I, I, w- I was on the side of I'm sorry I like a lot of the players on the Chargers roster, but you got to prove to me before I before I ever bank on y'all to do anything significant in the NFL. I agree. I agree. Uh, again, I, I say they're capping just for those exact reasons. I just think there's too many times that we've been fooled. Uh, hey, the Chargers are going to be great, and then they're not. So I'm just until proven wrong, until I'm proven, uh, until I see it actually happen, I'm going to say that they're they're capping on this one. So we'll see. All right. We got, we got a couple more here before we go to the break. Third bold prediction for Man of Shine, Aaron Rodgers three-peats as, as MVP. Um, no, he's capping. Who's he throwing yeah, to? Same. I mean, who's he throwing and, to? <laughs> right. And on top of that, I got Josh Allen com- coming up. The way he's been coming okay. up over the past few years – I, I think the Bills are poised to make a serious run this year. Heck, even on Adam Shine's list, this is the part I didn't think he was capping about. I do think the Bills win the one seed this year. Okay. I do think that this is their time to make that rise, but I also think it's it's the, it's Josh Allen's time to take that serious step up and be an NFL MVP. I think that he's 
He has the potential to be there. He's been getting better every single year. I think this is the year that he finally takes that step up and step forward uh, to be to be that guy. Um, if 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 not Aaron Rodgers, who is your who's your MVP for next year? Wait, you're way too early prediction. Oh, Jimmy G, hands down. Your cap. <laughs> I'm not even, I can't believe it I took you so long. Of course, I'm capping. No, it's not Jimmy no, G. No, I, I just, I, I just stored, I just stared at you in disappointment. Like I asked you a real question. I'm gonna take a sip of my cold coffee over here. Unbelievable. My bad. My bad. I couldn't help myself. I heard, I, I heard the setup coming, and I was like, man, let me go ahead and tell Jimmy G and see what his reaction is. Um, that's a good question, man. Uh, who could be the, who could be the MVP for next season if it's not, if it's not Aaron Rodgers? Um. Man, that's a really, really good question. Uh, you you assume it's going to be a quarterback, but mm-hmm. man, I want to I want to ride with a defensive player. Man, I I really do. Okay, okay. I'm just I know this is not going to work, but I'm going to ride. I'm gonna ride with Aaron Donald again. I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep on riding Aaron Donald till he gets that defensive player of the year, or not defensive, <laughs> but then M- MVP of the uh, of the season. That's that's what I'm gonna roll with. Aaron Donald's gonna be the guy. You, you don't. You're not. Oh, okay. Okay. This is a this is a bonus cap cap or no cap. You don't buy into Aaron Donald might retire this year. Hell no. Hell exactly. no. He ain't going nowhere. He's capping what? too. He's capping. He ain't going nowhere. He's going to get the bag. He's going to get more of the bag that he already has, and he's going to be happy, and he's going to go out there and ball out like he always does. He'll get double-digit sacks. He'll dominate from the interior, and someone will be looking like, man, how do you slow this dude down? And I'm not saying he's going to go win another ring, but I do think he's going to be the MVP. How about that? No Aaron Rodgers. It's going to be the other Aaron, Aaron Donald. I still say you're sleeping on my man T.J. Watt. As a defense, as, as an MVP guy, you were sleeping on him last year. I told you he was coming. You didn't believe me, and but I, I gave him his due. I gave him his flowers, him. and I, I I respected him and said, "Hey, I was wrong. I'm okay with that. At least I can admit it. It's fine." <laughs> um, but uh, but uh, but I feel you on the Aaron Donald type of thing. It, it is fun to not pick, pick a quarterback because yeah. every year it's a quarterback. It's just that that does get boring. All right, last one before this break, and then we'll we'll we'll, we'll finish this list here. Derek Carr leads the NFL in passing yards. Nah, he's capping. He's capping. Um, you know, I, I just think four for four on his cap. I just think that he's capping only because I think that the Raiders' offense will be more balanced than than that. I don't think Carr will be throwing the ball around the yard as much as it would take to go ahead and, and get that. I still think that, you know, Patrick Mahomes will throw for more yards than Carr. I know he has Adams. I know he has Waller. I know he has Renfro. So the recipe is there. But I also know Josh McDaniels is a guy that likes to use a plethora of running backs, and he's going to want to continue to have that balanced offense. So uh, I think Carr is going to have is in for a big year. I really do. Uh, but I don't think he's in for a year where he has more yards passing than anyone else in the league. Going back to what you said about Josh Allen, Josh Allen could easily be the guy that has the most yards passing this year. And, and again, like I said at the top, I think Patrick Mahomes is a guy that could have that uh, even without Tyreek Hill. Now, I'm not saying that's going to always translate to wins, but I do believe that he'll have a ton of yards as well. Right, because the other part of passing yards, they easily rack up also when you're behind right. and throwing a lot. Yep. So. I you know I I might even look to teams that have really talented quarterbacks, but maybe won't be putting up enough points, or what their defense will be getting shredded a lot more. Yep. You know, maybe Patrick Mahomes does fall into that pit of hey, you know what, we got to air it out because we don't got much else going up for us right now because we've invested so we invested so much in this in this last group to to go get those wins. So we're both seeing these capping here. We have four more, or excuse me, five more 
uh, things that we want to that we want to go over uh, with Adam Shine's takes on the NFL season. Don't you worry, we're going to get to all of them and continue playing cap or no cap here on the Locked On NFL podcast. But first, we got to talk to you guys about BetOnline.net. Y'all know about BetOnline.net. It's the number one source for all your betting stats and in, in sports information. You can find all the latest sports developments, league reviews, news, and this year's NBA Finals. The Celtics took Game One. If you want to learn more Easy. about the rest of the series, Easy. go to BetOnline.net. Oh, oh. Whoa, did I make Q mad there? No, I just said easy. I just said take it easy, man. I'm a Warriors fan. I'm just a little sensitive, all right? Just saying. No, it's okay. It's okay. I, I want the Warriors to win this series, too. Uh, but but if you want to learn more about this series, go to BetOnline.net. The Stanley Cup playoffs are in are in their conference finals. You can go You can go learn about that there as well. There's also Major League Baseball. It's well underway. It's June now, so the baseball is picking up all of that can be seen at betonline.net and it's your continued source for all your sports wagering information from live betting to playoffs esports and more head to the website today use your mobile device to learn more about all the trends in the action when you visit betonline where the game starts back here on the locked on nfl podcast of chris carter he's your boy q and we're finishing up the day with our cap or no cap game here. Finishing up Adam Shine's top nine bowl predictions for the 2022 NFL season. All right. His fifth bowl prediction here. He says Nick Bosa wins defensive player of the year. Well, cap or no cap. Cube. I mean, I, there's a good chance that that can happen. There really is. But unfortunately, because of what I said earlier in the show, and I said that Aaron Donald was going to be the MVP, there's no way that Nick Bosa uh, or any of the Bosa's wins uh, wins uh, Defensive Player of the Year, and then Aaron Donald goes and wins MVP. So uh, I'm just going to say he's capping. I'm right with you. As much as Nick Bosa could be taking a step up, I think he will fall. He will fall third to both Aaron Donald and TJ Watt and maybe even Micah Parsons up, up, up in that mix, even, even before him. I like the way Micah played last yeah, year. Yeah. He was a stud. Uh, yeah. I, I think there's going to be a lot of guys who put themselves in that conversation. Uh, but Hey, who knows? Nick Bose can make a run. And it, to be fair to Adam shine, he does say Aaron Donald is always the pick or he should be. So he, he, this is him being bold. So we totally get it. Hey, I ain't mad at that. Aaron Donald's from Pittsburgh <laughs> at the university of Pittsburgh. So Pittsburgh always loves to see him get some shine. All right. Number six, the Cardinals miss the playoffs. Now, this is a this is a Cardinals team that needs to prove itself. There's been a lot of th- wondering and doubting as far as will they ever go anywhere with Kyler Murray. You and I have talked about Kyler Murray being potentially the future, maybe not the future. What's going on there? The drama. Is this a is this a Cardinals team that misses the playoffs? Q. Uh, I think so. I think so. I I don't think Adam Shine well, is capping. First no cap. First no cap. I don't think the Cardinals make the playoffs because of what we've seen. What's the trends that we've seen from the Cardinals each and every year? Uh, they start out hot and then they they trend to go. They tend to go slow towards the end of the season. They tend to f- uh, fall off a little bit. That's both coach, that's quarterback, that's team. So yeah, I think that they fall off. Uh, they don't have DeAndre Hopkins to start the season, so they might even start the season a little bit slow. He's missing the first six games. Uh, uh, Kyler Murray doesn't have his go-to guy. Uh, I don't believe that uh, that 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 Green, AJ Green, is going to be that dude. Uh, I just don't. You know, there's just a lot to not like about what the Cardinals have going on. So yeah, uh, this is the first time I'm going to roll with uh, Adam Shine is no capping on this situation. The Arizona Cardinals will not make the playoffs. I'm going to stay stay that he's capping here, but here's why. I don't think that that you're wrong about your evaluation of the Cardinals. 
my evaluation is of the rest of the NFC. Because remember, there's seven teams that make the playoffs now right. for, for, from your conference, right? Out of the East, you got the Cowboys and the Eagles. We'll see how that we'll, we'll okay. see how that plays out. Out of the North, the Packers and I'm not so sure about the Bears. Right. Maybe the Vikings if they take a step up, but you can never count on them. Never count. Yeah. Out of the South, the South could be the most interesting thing here. You got Tampa Bay with Tom Brady back yep. and how that could be playing out. But how do the Saints look this, this mm. year? You know, can the Falcons find somebody? They got Marcus Mariota or yeah. whoever is, is the yeah. quarterback. And then the Carolina Panthers, they're fighting for for, the, for their lives. Right. I think the NFC, I, I, that's that's my only that's my whole thing here, Q. There's there's not a whole bunch of like if you go to the AFC. Well, what about the, the NFC North West? Team. What about the NFC West? You got the Cardinals, you have the 49ers, you got the Seahawks, you got the Rams. The Rams are gonna make it. Oh, the 49ers oh, okay. are probably gonna make it. Um, let, Let's bump the Seahawks out of there because they ain't doing nothing with Drew Locke or Geno Smith or whoever their quarterback okay, is. Okay, so the Rams, so you get the Rams or the 49ers out of the NFC West, in my opinion. They both make it in. So, but here's here's my here's my problem with that. <laughs> you get three wild card teams. Okay. So you get I'll give you two playoff teams in the east, one in the north, one in the south, which means three come again from the west. That's exactly what happened last year. I think I, I'm with you okay. that Arizona's gonna fall okay. off again. I just think that they're that team that 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 hangs in there and gets that seventh spot. Okay, no, I, I, your logic makes sense. I'm just not rocking with you on this one. I'm I, I'm, I'm gonna just go against you just because at some point Adam Shine's got to be no capping, so I'm gonna say he's no capping right here. I got you. All right, next one here. A.K. Dobbins wins comeback player of the year, cap uh, or no cap. I'm trying to think who else is up for it. That's the big thing. You know, you always have to wonder who else is up for comeback player of the year. Of course, he tore his ACL. Marcus Peters tore his. Christian McCaffrey. Eh. Daniel Jones. Nah. Derek Henry. Ooh, possible. Deshaun Watson. No. <laughs> That'll be a very. Now you're capping. Now you're capping. Right. That's not, you don't want them problems, man. It's bad enough. If he plays a game, right. we just saw saw that O'Brien interviewing is, is like the, the women that, that that are accusing him of, yeah. of what's going on right now and like and, and how bad it's making the NFL look. If this man not only plays but wins an award, right. ooh, this, this league is going to be in trouble. Yep. Uh, so I, I think that'll be a lot of politics. But, okay, here's the top odds getters if, 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 here are Derrick Henry, Deshaun Watson, Jameis Winston, Michael Thomas, Christian McCaffrey, Daniel Jones, Mitch Trubisky, odd, but okay. Travis Etienne, though, is he coming back? Because no, he, he hasn't never done played. anything. Right. Cam Akers, then J.K. Dobbins, then Robert Woods. Then you got others like Daniel Hunter, Marcus Mariota, Will Fuller, blah, 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 blah. Uh, so you got all those guys down there. I'm sorry. I'm 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 cap. I, th- I think you're capping here. You're reaching really hard with J.K. Dobbins when Derrick Henry is staring you right in the face. I got Jameis Winston, so yeah, I think he's capping. Ooh. I'm a roll with Jameis Winston. I'm a rock with Jameis. Famous Jameis. He was on to some good things last season, and then all of a sudden he tore his ACL and he fell off. So I think he comes back, bounces back, has a big time season, and a lot of it has to do with Michael Thomas being healthy. Also, it has to do with Chris Olave being drafted. Uh, it also has to do with the fact that uh, they went out there and got the the young man from uh, that was former. Normally a Cleveland, uh, uh, Jarvis uh, Landry. So I, I think that there's a lot of, to like about the weapons that they have in New Orleans. So I'm going to rock with uh, Jameis Winston getting the uh, the comeback player of the year. All right. Number eight here on his top nine bold predictions for 2022. Justin Jefferson ranks top three in receptions, yards, and touchdowns. Mm. Cap or no cap? 
I'm going to say he's capping. I'm going to say Kirk Cousins is going to have a down year. I don't, I don't think that he's going to be that dude. I think he's going to have a few question marks about what's going to uh, happen moving forward. Uh, of course, they've got a new head coach there in uh, in in Minnesota, so I think that I think that it's going to be a little a little transition period, if that makes sense. So I think that Kirk Cousins is going to have a little bit of a down year, which means Justin Jefferson is going to have a little bit of a down year. So Adam Shine is definitely capping in that situation. I'm gonna go with no cap because Boo! I think that. <laughs> this is gonna be my first no cap for Adam Shine, and here's my reason why: Kirk Cousins himself might have a down year, but he's gonna in his downness, he's gonna be chucking the ball to Justin Jefferson. I think the Vikings, like I said before, they're gonna they're gonna fall down in some games, and they're gonna need to heave some passes. That's gonna get Justin Jefferson some yards. He already finished fourth in receptions last year. Uh, he finished let's see, second in yards and sixth in touchdowns. So he's already in that range. Right. I think the ball gets forced to him a bit more next year and puts himself there. So I don't think he's crazy with that one. I do think Justin Jefferson's a heck of a talent, and it could be just a matter of Kirk Cousins just needing to ha- to, ha- to heave the ball so much to yeah. him that'll get him that, that that those numbers. Yeah, I can see that. I mean, I definitely can, but I just think that there's a transition period going on in Minnesota. So I think that Kirk Cousins, I don't, I've never been a big Kirk Cousins, Kirk Cousins guy anyway, never been a big firm believer in him. So I just think that he's going to take a step back. And uh, I do like Justin Jefferson a lot, uh, but I don't think he's going to take that that much of a step further. So step forward. So, uh, yeah, I think that uh, I think that they're definitely uh, capping in this situation. Last bowl prediction to see if they're if he's capping or not. The Chicago Bears finish with the worst record, earning the first overall pick. Hmm. I think that that's I think that first overall pick is in Jacksonville. Uh, I really do. I know that Doug Peterson's there, and so how many they, times are they going to get? Are they going to be right there? Hey, man, man Jacksonville's still going to be Jacksonville. I think Jacksonville has a, a chance to be number one, uh, and I think Houston has an opportunity to be number one. So I'm going to look at both of those organizations. Uh, I think that that Chicago will luck themselves into a few victories, but I don't think it's going to be the number one overall pick. I don't think they're going to earn that. So uh, yeah, I'm I'm going to say that he's capping in that situation. No, see, I'm 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 with you on that because, and, and not even in particular because of the, uh, um, because I think so highly of the Bears. It's just because you're right. The the, the AFC South has just been a nightmare. Yep. As much as you know, I hope that Lovey Smith and those guys turn things around in Houston. It's it's a lot to ask. You know, you're 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 still you still don't have you still have Davis Mills as your quarterback. Right. You're rebounding from just disaster after disaster. Um. You know, I, I I can see I can see them falling down a bit. Plus, the Chicago Bears, you know, they might not finish last in their division. Right. You know, exactly. The Detroit Lions. Yeah. Are still there. Yeah. So, um, I'm sorry. I just I can't put the Chicago Bears there when you still got the Atlanta Falcons, the Carolina Panthers, yep. the Seattle Seahawks without Russell Wilson. Yeah. Uh, you still got Washington. We got to see what they do. The Giants, and I that's just the NFC, and then that's not even including the Texans and the Jaguars uh, over from the AFC. So yeah, I, I say he's cap, and I think that's a bit of a reach. I get what he's doing there because the Bears haven't done nearly enough around right. Justin Fields, and maybe even Justin Fields is part of the problem. Who knows? But 
my point here, there's too many other really bad teams that, that are probably going to have a really rough year for me to say Chicago's going to be the last place team. Yeah, I agree 100%. Cap. I, I, yeah, you got to be capping, man. Uh, I think Justin Fields is going to really uh, take a step forward. Uh, I think he's going to be a good quarterback, but I, I'm not saying he's going to be a great quarterback, but I think he's going to be better than what he showed last season. I think he just, like I said, takes that next step. So I just can't see them getting the number one overall pick. I, I just don't see that one. Absolutely. Well, there, we just played cap or no cap. Fun game, getting to see what's uh, you know what you know what's going on in the NFL. Going over Adam Shine's predictions for the bowl season. We talked about the, of course, the Dolphins as well to start to start the show. That was a, that was fun. So go check out Adam Shine's work on NFL.com if you want to read more of his his bowl predictions there. But if you want to check out more of this podcast, the Locked On NFL Podcast, check us out on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Odyssey, and YouTube. Like this video if you enjoyed it. Subscribe to our YouTube channel to get all of our daily Monday through Friday episodes. Q and I rock on rock out on on Fridays, but we got hosts all throughout the week breaking it down for you as as only Locked On Podcast Network can. Q. It's always great to do it with you, man. Let people, let people know they can find you, follow you, and get more of your work. Everything is on Twitter, my man. At your boy Q254. It's like a tracking device. You could always find me quick, fast, and in a hurry. Again, at your boy Q254. Still representing that Central Texas, even though I'm in Las Vegas, Nevada. And Chris, I know you're doing some big things. I know you uh, started another new job. So uh, how can everyone find your work and what you got going on? You can find me, Chris Carter, on Twitter and Instagram at Carter Critiques. Uh, you can also read my work at SteelersNow.com for the Pittsburgh SportsNow.com franchise. You can also listen listen to my show and watch my show just like you watch this show and listen to Q's show as well. Uh, the Locked On Steelers podcast, just like Q hosts the Locked On Raiders podcast. If you're a Steelers fan or you just want to check out what's going on with the team, you can check out my show, just like Q's show, just like this show on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Odyssey, YouTube, anywhere. Podcasts are hosted, breaking it down for you there. Thanks again, Q, for helping me for helping me out and co-piloting this show with me on a Friday. We hope you all have a great weekend. We'll be back next week breaking things down and getting you ready as mini camps are rolling out all throughout the NFL.